And here's what I want to ask you. What is holding you back? What is the thing that's holding you back from going after your dreams and from finding meaningful work you love? Aren't you ready to wake up to the possibilities that are in your life and go after the things you've dreamt of? It's time for you to feel alive again, lit up, and for you to know that you're deserving and you are worthy for the future that's waiting for you. I want you to feel fulfilled and find abundance in your life. I think it's time and I'm ready to help you get started. Now I'm your host, Kristen, of Building a Life You Love. And each week on the show, we're going to help you figure out how you do go after your dreams and find work you love. Here we go. Let's get started. On today's episode, I'm super excited to welcome Maggie Pearson of Life by Design to the show. She is a detox and wellness specialist, and here's what we're going to talk about today. I love that part of building a life we love and going after our best lives includes feeling really good, and I love that Maggie can share with us her journey into feeling better by changing her lifestyle and her diet, and then also being so passionate about it that she moved into that being her full-time business focus. So I can't wait for her to share both health and business tips with you today. I think you're going to be super inspired. Hello, I am so excited today to have with me Maggie Pearson of Pure Life by Design. She is a long-time health and wellness coach, but she has transitioned into a uh, detox and wellness specialist. And I'm super excited to talk to her today, both for her journey into this new business and what that's like and why she um, decided to take this um, wellness journey. And also, I'd love to talk to her about uh, things that she might recommend in your business and also in your life. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, thank you. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself that you'd like to share with the audience? Yeah, I would say for the past 12 plus years, I've been a nutrition and fitness coach. I love personal training, but it wasn't until a detox retreat to Bali in 2018, I completely shifted my whole belief system and where I'm going with nutrition and wellness and all of that. So that's kind of been my transition. That's fantastic. So what could you share with us about that journey? You know, what happened? Was there kind of an epiphany or what's transformation happened with you as far as, like you said, your beliefs, maybe your, you know, mostly your health and lifestyle beliefs, correct? Yes. Yeah. So like I said, I was a personal trainer. I was really big into eating animal protein. I've done a fitness show before, like a bodybuilding figure show. And I mean, I had a cup of egg whites every morning. I was eating ground turkey all day. And then my girlfriend and I went to a retreat. It was New Year's 2018 to 19. Went to Bali. It was a yoga detox retreat. And at that time, I had chronic knee pain. I was on anxiety meds. And I thought I was healthy. So I've really learned that the definition healthy is different for everyone. When someone tells me they're healthy, I'm like, well, what does healthy mean to you? So I thought I was healthy. I mean, my whole life... My mom would cook food, chicken and broccoli and a potato. And I'd say, are we eating healthy mom? And so I've always had this kind of clean eating. But when I was in Bali, it was three days into the retreat. I noticed my knee pain was completely gone. So I had been to massage therapists. I had done x-rays. I had done acupuncture. I had done it all. I'd spent thousands of dollars on this knee and they wanted to do surgery But that was a huge shift for me. Just that three days into this retreat of eating 
uh, mostly raw plant-based fruits and vegetables that my knee could heal like that. And so that was just a game changer for me. I said, you know, even all my clients, I've had clients with shoulder injuries, um, all kinds of different issues that we've been trying to figure out, but just changing my diet alone like changed it. Um, I was able to also get rid of my anxiety medications and nor am I a doctor and you should check with your physician before you do something like that. I was down to a half dose and I knew that it's something I didn't want in my body anymore. And I haven't looked back. I've had no anxiety besides a few life circumstances. Um, but I just truly believe even the animals we eat, that there's a lot of adrenaline that goes into them. And I was taking that on. So whether I have some history of anxiety or not, it was making it worse. So that's a little bit about it. It, um, it completely changed my life. I came home and just, I was married at the time and I realized a lot of things in my life weren't aligned with my aligning with my true purpose and who I was. Shortly after that, I did ask for a divorce. Um, it was a relationship that wasn't serving me. And my whole life has changed. It's a whole new outlook on nutrition and health and just who I am and who I'm supposed to be and who I'm supposed to help in this world. Oh, I love that. And I have to tell you, I've talked to so many friends that say it's when the pain or sort of the chronic pain was just kind of unbearable. Like they couldn't take it anymore is when they said, enough's enough. And they kind of went to seek out, okay, what else do I need to do? And in a lot of cases, it might not be clean and just doing the raw plant-based diet, which you'll talk to us about a little bit more, but maybe the anti-inflammatory diet, right? So it's mostly fruits and vegetables. I think that's amazing. And I think so many people can benefit from this sort of information and working with someone like yourself. So what would you say for someone that's um, maybe wanting to be a bit healthier and maybe they're experiencing you know, something in their life, maybe it's a pain, maybe it's that they just don't feel healthy, they feel bloated, they're tired, whatever it might be. Is there a, a nice entry point for people like that to, you know, knowledge or a starting point that you can recommend for them? Yeah, so with my clients, I do a free consultation, and then I have everyone fill out a really long health questionnaire. The thing I like about the health questionnaire is it there's things on there that people are let's say used to in their daily life. They've been accustomed to it. They think this is normal. This is how it's supposed to be. For example, um, PMS or bloating or psoriasis, eczema, things like these people just say, oh, I have this. I've had it forever. Arthritis. Oh, I just have it. Well, those are actually symptoms of something deeper that's going in your, on in your body. So when I do the health questionnaire, it really shows these weakness areas or these symptoms that are going on with dis-ease. I like to break the word up. It's a dis-ease. It's not a disease. We can overcome anything with the right fruits, vegetables, nutrition. Our bodies are meant to heal themselves. And what I would say, a few starting points, we have two forms of fluid in our body. We have the blood and the lymphatic system. Your lymphatic system runs through your body. It, it collects all of the toxins and it pulls them towards the exit doors of your body. Now the exit doors are through your bowels, your kidneys, and your skin. So if our, if we're not having a bowel movement two, three times a day, you're getting backed up with toxins. If your kidneys are not filtering, you're also getting back, uh, backed up with toxins. And so then a lot of the times when people start detoxing, they'll start to break out in acne. That's because our body's trying to purge these toxins. The first few things you can do, I would say my top three are 
uh, right when you wake up, have lemon water. The lemon water is going to help filter your kidneys. Second is have straight celery juice that you make fresh at home. If you buy it at the store, it expires, not expires. Um, the benefits go down within about 24 hours. So try to get it fresh. If you don't have a juicer, you can blend the celery and then filter it. And this helps pull the toxins from our body as well. And then third would be to have a smoothie for breakfast after about 15 minutes after that celery juice. And that's going to help get your lymphatic system moving. If that seems overbearing, lemon water throughout the day and adding more fruit to your diet is going to help with pulling those toxins out. I love that. So let me ask you, are there any uh, resources like documentaries or just even beginning information for someone that says, you know what? Okay, it's true. I don't feel as good as I should. And maybe I want to take, you know, some small steps to start seeing how small changes make an impact in my life. Yeah, definitely. Um, my Instagram, <laughs> but also I, I give a lot of free tips and advice on there, but there are a few great documentaries that helped me because I was really unsure. I mean, I was a huge plant-based or a huge meat eater and everyone that surrounded me was as well. So it was very emotional too. And just something to put out there is it's an emotional journey. No, no matter which route you go, it's, yeah. it is hard to find support. And sometimes your family and friends aren't going to support you. There's barbecues, there's things going on in the summer. There's always something, a holiday, a party, everything. Um, but a few documentaries are game changers is a really good one, especially for fitness people. I love that one. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. And then another one is what the health. And that was probably one of those are probably my top two. There's also lots of naturopath doctors. I studied under Dr. Robert Morris and he does have an Instagram. There is some great information on there. You can hashtag Dr. Morris, M-O-R-I-S-E. And there's some great information. The medical medium is also someone I follow. He gives great information as well. He's kind of the guru behind the celery juice. Right. Uh, Wonderful. So let me ask you, you brought up kind of the barbecues and things. And when you're the, you know, the person that doesn't eat meat and and eats super clean, a lot more of the raw fruits and vegetables, do you have a strategy you can recommend for people that are maybe moving into, even if they're not completely, um, you know, going with the same exact um, nutrition you are, is there tips you take or you recommend from your own perspective on how to handle that? Is it you bring your own stuff or is it you just eat the sides or how do you handle that to be respectful, but also to try to align with what you're trying to do? Yeah. Good point, Kristen. And even when I was eating meat or a lot of my clients, no matter what it is, you have to stay firm in your beliefs and what you're doing. And people will respect you for that. Even if you're getting grief, even if you go over to mom and dad's house and they're cooking food that they know you might not want to eat, it's staying firm they have a lot of insecurities and things going on as well, whether you believe it or not. Some of the words and things that they might say to you is like a jealousy. It's like, wow, I'm looking at this person and she's staying true to what she's doing. And they're watching. They're watching your journey and they are taking mental notes in their head. Bring your own food. If you have to, for years, I've been bringing my own food, even places that you would be so unexpected to bring your own food. I mean, I always have my Tupperware with me, bring my own food. You can always heat up your food at a gas station microwave. I don't use microwaves anymore, but if you're in this transition, you can definitely do that. Eating lots of fruits and vegetables. If you are going to a barbecue and you want to be respectful, you know, if they ask you, what would you like? Lots of veggies, 
portobello mushrooms, like there's things you can put on the grill, but I would say bringing your own food or eating before you go. And then just having a little bit of something when you're at this person's house and bringing something to share for other people. I'm always the one that brings the fruit platter or the big salad and I bring something to share. Yeah. I love that. And then what, how do you handle, uh, cause I do know a lot of people, if they have a certain food lifestyle that they do, sometimes they're very opinionated when you don't align with what they have, which, you know, what do you say about that? Because obviously, as you said earlier, we all have, we come from a different place or we're at a different place in our journeys with, with this piece. Do you have any recommendations for how people handle, you know, maybe a meat eater and you're not a meat eater anymore to, to be, you know, gentle with that relationship? Yeah. Sometimes I make jokes, but, um, you know, it is hard. And in all honesty, I've had to let go of some friendships that were judgmental towards me and some people who didn't believe in what I was doing. And I try as hard as I can to not judge someone else for what they're eating. My parents still are, you know, meat eaters, fish eaters, and they'll have that. And I'll ask them not when they're eating it, right? Not when they're eating the food, not when we're sitting there at dinner, but maybe later on, hey, can I just give you a few tips or can I just give you a few ideas? And I'm never like shaming someone like you can't eat this, but I'll give ideas and tips that way. But as it comes back to me, just staying true in my belief and laughing and saying, you know, thanks for your opinion, but I feel amazing. And this is the journey that I'm on. Yeah, that's great. So as far as uh, you were talking, you started talking about support a little bit earlier. Tell me about that. Uh, obviously, you have some people in your life that might support or cheer you on in your own journey, but there's other people that may not. So do you have any recommendations for people about that piece? Like, how do you find support or recommendations for if you don't feel supported? Yeah, it was definitely a journey for me. I was very, very grateful to have Someone, the gal who co-led the retreat I went on, she was a friend of mine from high school and she had walked this path through previously through herself. So I was able to talk with her every day. I mean, I could text her and just lean on her for support. So finding someone who is on the same path as you, whether it's plant-based, whether it's keto, whether it's just doing a diet or starting a new fitness routine, seek out those people. There's place, I mean, Instagram is a great way to find communities, Facebook groups. There is something called meetup, right? Where you can find different groups to go on hikes with or try different restaurants with. Um, So it depends on what route you're going, but there's definitely, you need support. You need a support system and just knowing that not everyone is going to support you. And it is tough, but staying true to yourself and what feels good to you, because this is your body this is your life. And as you know, my website is life by design, like your life is by design and you have the power. That's great. Now, let me ask you, do you recommend people, whether they're changing their food, you know, their food habits or not to do food journaling or, you know, to, so they know how they feel when they eat certain foods. Do you have any recommendations on something like that? Yeah, definitely. I I would say if you're having issues come up, if you're feeling bloated with certain things or, no matter what it is, you're not going to the bathroom, you are going to the bathroom. Journaling is a great tool. And to be able to kind of track and look over that to see what foods you were eating that is maybe causing that. Definitely. Okay, great. As you transition into the detox and wellness specialist, how are you starting to work with your clients? What does that look like? Sharing information, that sort of thing that maybe other health professionals or people moving into this industry might enjoy hearing. 
Yeah, definitely. I do a lot of networking on Instagram. I've kind of transitioned my Instagram, my social media, my Facebook. So finding different people that way. It's also a lot of word of mouth is how I'm finding people. A lot of word of mouth. I've been doing groups, lots of referrals, but just putting yourself out there. My biggest thing with social media is being true. You're not going to see a bunch of cookie cutter things on my social media. It's not going to be a bunch of templates. Like mine is raw and real. Half the time I don't have on makeup or my hair done. And I'm showing you what I'm having for dinner. I call myself the lazy cook, but I just try to show people like real life and just relate to people as much as possible. And then, yeah, a lot of referrals. And I'm still in this transition of getting the word out there about my detox program. It's a 30 day program. And a lot of people you know, come to me for fitness because I've been a personal trainer for so many years. I love it. I absolutely love personal training, but you know, when you go through this transition in a business, it's consistency and continuing to just put that word out there of what you're doing now. Cause you think that you say it all the time, but there's so many people out there that they're not looking at your social media per se every single day. So it does take reiterating and getting that message out over and over of what you're doing. That's great. And then what about somebody that's maybe in the health industry or looking at, at it? Do you, would you say normally you would go and get some sort of certification depending on the area? I mean, obviously with a personal trainer, you're getting certified most likely. A nutrition coach, I would assume that's likely the case. So do you have any thoughts or recommendations for people on that, that might be just transitioning into moving into the health industry? Yeah. In all honesty, I don't feel like you need certifications now. There are so many people are self-teaching mm-hmm. and I do have my detoxification certification. I have my NASM personal training cert, but nobody's asked me about it, mm-hmm. right? And the amount of books and podcasts and self-education I have done is beyond measures. I mean, I do it every single day. So the amount of self-education I have is probably equivalent to a four-year degree. So there are a lot out there that there's some just on plant-based there's some just on, I mean, there's certifications you can get there's, you know, you can go to school and get a degree for it, which I'm honestly just against now. I mean, I majored in sports management and I'm doing nothing with it. Right. There's just so much you can do for less money and still be accredited and still build a business. Yeah. I think you're right. The trend for many industries, it's because most people like yourself, you're a guide, right? You're helping them take their step to transform something. So you're taking them from point A to, you know, whatever the end point is. And so you've already been on that journey yourself and you have many, many, many years of lots of um, health and wellness education as it is. So that's fantastic. Let me ask you, is there anything else you want to share with our audience? Um, Anything else that I want to share? I would just say, be true to yourself. We have so many people have just lost touch and there's a disconnect with our bodies and who we are. And we're so go, 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 go. And there's so many things that can be a factor to your health, whether you're having gut issues, digestion issues, any kind of itises, inflammation, and slowing down and doing that meditation, it's something I just started. I do prayer. I have a really close relationship with Jesus. I meditate and just try to sit still. I do yoga, stretching, journaling. And a lot of people say, I don't have time for it, but you do. Yeah. You, you have an hour for lunch at work. If you don't set your boundaries, you need to have that break. You need to have that mental clarity. 
you know, you have your ride to and from work. If you're driving to work, listen to a podcast, listen to a scripture, but really take time to connect with your body, get out in nature. And so many of my friends, they are just so go, 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 go. And it's an excuse. And it's, I'm not making time for myself rather than I don't have time. I 100% agree with you on that. I, I talk to same thing. So many friends and they're always literally glamorizing. I'm so busy. I'm so stressed out. And I think you, I know your profession and I know what time you get off, you know? And so, and like you said, I know you have time off and things, whether they own their own business or, or working for someone else, but I'm with you. I just say you need to schedule in these things. And I don't mean schedule in every minute, but schedule in free time breaks, you know, all those things so that you can do that. And I agree with you. I think the whole point is, is we have to take back power over our lives, which includes saying, this is, these are the things I want to prioritize in my life. You know, whether, you know, hopefully it's food and nutrition and health, but it's also, I'm, I'm like you, I also have a, you know, um, devotional practice I do in the morning and a prayer and, you know, journaling and things like that. So for me, it's super important and it makes a big difference. So I love, that's really good advice for people. And then uh, last question, then we'll share your info on how how we can find you. You know, you're launching in this new business that you're, you're doing. What about people that are trying to start something new? Maybe they're in a job currently and they're a little bit scared, you know, like, I don't know if I can do this, but is there any encouragement you'd share or just sort of words of wisdom for kind of making that leap or starting maybe a side hustle into that? Yeah, I would say I've always had kind of a side hustle. I was married before and single now. So there are challenges and there's misbeliefs in my head. of like, I can't do this because I'm single. I don't have another form of income coming in. If you are married, if you are, you know, in a full-time job, I just feel like that's the best time to do it because you have another support system financially. Start a side hustle. You never know what's going to happen. You never know if your business is going to shut down. You never know if your husband's going to leave you or wife, like you never know what's going to happen. And so having that empowerment in your own business to have that side hustle is so important. It does take time. You have to have patience with it. It's not easy. And this is why there are not a lot of entrepreneurs out there because it's hard. It's really hard, but it's so rewarding in the end to build something and learn everything on your own rather than working to build someone else's dream. So you're either working to build someone else's dream or you're working to build your own dream. Absolutely. And I think one of the benefits, right, of starting that side hustle is when you start seeing that you're building something and there's momentum over time and hopefully then income coming in, you realize, you know what, wait, I can do this. And obviously it has to be at a point where you have a runway for, you know, income or money in the bank because, you know, we don't want people quitting their jobs and they can't support, you know, their, they can't pay their rent or their mortgage. But um, that's one reason that I've I've most of the time worked for myself or or had a business is because I wanted to be able to have the flexibility of my schedule, right? And then also not be limited in my income, you know, that I can say, you know what, I know I can add another revenue stream or I can do, you know, another venture once I get the first one going so that, you know, there's more opportunities for me. Because when you're in a nine to five job, often it's capped, right? You're set at a limit of your salary unless you get a promotion or you you negotiate a, maybe a commission. I think that's great advice. And I really appreciate you sharing that. We, I'd love for you to share with us how can people find you online and then learn more about your programs and maybe your free discovery or, or wellness call. Yeah, on my Instagram is where I'm most active. It's Maggie, M-A-G-G-I-E, Pearson, 
P-E-A-R-S-O-N-L-B-D for Life by Design. And I do have a link in my bio with some free goodies, free plant-based kitchen staples, and for a free consultation for my 30-day detox. And then on Facebook, I'm just Maggie Pearson Life by Design. I love that. So we'll share that with our audience as well. I so much appreciate your time. And I think the work you're doing is super important and the message that you're sharing with people. So thank you so much for being with us today. And I will talk to you later. Thank you so much. Oh, and I just want to thank Maggie again for sharing her health journey with us and some great health tips to help us feel better. And even tips on navigating when we maybe don't have the same health and food habits or beliefs as our friends or family. And then also just how you navigate, you know, promoting and building your business online. So thanks again. And until next time, talk to you soon. And if you enjoyed the show, we'd love it if you'd subscribe and leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can check out freebies and resources we have for you at kristenfitch.com. And if you have ideas for the show or guests that you'd like to recommend, I'd love to hear from you. So DM me on Instagram at Kristen Fitch, or you can email me from the website. Thanks so much. Until next time, have a great week.